positive rotation. Ignition. Welcome to Roll Call, a 126th Air Refueling Wing podcast of the Illinois Air National Guard at Scott Air Force Base. I'm your host, Master Sergeant Brian Ellison, the Roll Call podcast focused on people, mission, and community. If you're watching the video, did you see that snazzy open? That was pretty cool. Coming up, uh, we're talking with Tech Sergeant Josh Johnson about his career in AFE. What does that stand for, you may ask? Air Crew Flight Equipment, which uh, during the podcast, while we were interviewing him, or while I was interviewing him, I couldn't get AFE uh, Air Crew Flight Equipment correct, which if you wrote it down, you wouldn't trip over it. He also tells us about the cool toys he gets to play with, including the plane slide as a member of AFE. He'll also tell us about his unique college career, how he balances that as a uh, full-time guardsman here on base, which uh, includes weekends. We'll talk about that coming up. Also, on around the Air Force pregnant air crew members will get more information to help them make informed decisions about their pregnancy and uh, flying. I'll uh, also have some information to pass along on how to get free annual or lifetime passes to our national parks. But first, we are joined by Keely Speck from Military Family Readiness. I have ventured all the way from Military and Family Readiness headquarters across the hallway to bring to you the first feedback survey prize winner. That is awesome. So these are fo- how yeah. how uh, you say feedback survey. Where, where does that? Yes. Wh- where is the survey? Can this survey be found? The survey can be found um, at any of our events if you come to them, um, but also at the top and bottom of every monthly newsletter. So there's always there's a monthly opportunity for every single person in the wing, including family members. If you pay attention to the newsletters, if you engage, I just want to say thanks. So um, I have a wheel of names filled with people that have either completed a survey or they've engaged in um, the monthly check-ins in the newsletter. So either way, if you engage in one of those, you've been submitted to a wheel and you might win this month's $25 Amazon gift card. Love it. So you you brought a wheel. Wheel. A wheel. So uh, go ahead and uh, I guess spin that wheel. Okay. Okay. Can't go to, okay, ready? Go ahead. Ready. We got <gasps> Nikki Peterson. Senior Master Nikki Peterson. Nikki Peterson. Congratulations. Oh my gosh. What a beautiful soul she is. Yeah. All right, Keely Speck, thanks for coming by. Thank you for having me. What can we look forward to coming up uh, on uh, Drill? In December, we do we uh, have the the holiday yes. store. We got the holiday bazaar, and we're gonna have a gift wrapping oh, station. Oh, that's different. Yes, and that's gonna be in cold storage. And also on Saturday, we have the lunch club, which this time we'll be decorating cookies. And you have free trees available to you. Mm-hmm. Free trees. Free trees. Free Christmas trees. Or Whatever holiday you celebrate, put it in the yard. It's free. Mm-hmm. So how do we get these trees? You just tell me you want one. Serious? Mm-hmm. And then I put you on my little spreadsheet. 
That's fantastic. So we got the trees to look forward to, the the bazaar, and the uh, with the Christmas wrapping. Now the Christmas wrapping that you're asking for donations. Is that correct? Only if you wish. Okay. Yeah. So that is fantastic. And all that money will go to the emergency fund uh, through Friends of Scott Air National Guard, which is how we pay for holiday help and emergency financial services for airmen that need it. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was a blast. Got a blast. <laughs> I'm uh, Tech Sergeant Scoggins in the 126th Air National Guard Air Refueling Wing, and I'm an aerospace maintenance technician, a crew chief. So our job entails mostly uh, on a good day inspections. We get the jet ready to leave, and then we catch it when it comes back. So we're, we interact with the pilots there, and then if they have any issues they tell us, we have to do an inspection pre and post flight to find any discrepancies. And if it's something we can fix on the spot, we do. I'm Lieutenant Pippins, AMXS, Aircraft Maintenance, and I am the Aircraft Maintenance Officer. I am a supervisor of all the crew chiefs, so all the men and women that work hard every day out on the line to make sure that the nine aircraft that we have here at Scott are ready to fly for the pilots, and I just make sure that they have everything that they need so that they can meet that mission every day. One of the biggest benefits from working with the 126 would definitely be traveling. I've got to go to a lot of cool places for free to me. We get to go to Europe a lot. We're state partners with Poland, so we get Poland at least once or twice a year. It's nice. If you are in the unit, I recommend picking up that trip. Uh, thanks to joining the Guard, I've been able to get my bachelor's in kinesiology from the University of Illinois, and then I got my doctor of physical therapy from Southwest Baptist University. So I'm a doctor of physical therapy on the civilian side. I work as an outpatient physical therapist. They're both completely different jobs, but completely rewarding. I work one-on-one -on -one mostly in my civilian career field, and then here I'm in charge of 50 people. So it's a much larger scale, uh, but they're both, both provided me so much experience. I'm joined today by a Tech Sergeant Josh Johnson from the 126th Operations Support Squadron. Uh, you're with AFE. What is uh, AFE, sir? Uh, AFE is uh, aircrew flight equipment. Um, it, we deal with everything um, survival that is loaded onto the uh, KC-135 here at Scott. So whether it be uh, a 20-man, escape slides, survival kits, um, we teach the aircrew how to use these items that we load onto the jet as well. Are you new to this, uh, to, to, to the AFE world? Is this something new for you or? Um, so I was previously in the hydro shop. I joined in December of 2012 in oh, hydro okay. and there was a full-time job that opened up in uh, AFE that I applied for in July of 2015. And uh, I, was, I was selected for that position, and I've been there ever since. So you handle that stuff? You're, like, you're doing the maintenance on it? Is that what, what you're kind of doing? Yes, sir. We, uh, we inspect and pack um, all of that equipment, uh, whether it be flotation, um, egress, uh, survival, whatever it is. We inspect it, we pack it, and um, everything in between that. 
Like the oxygen bottles and all that stuff, too? Uh, it's more of uh, the oxygen masks. So oh, we have the uh, Quick Don masks that are loaded onto the jet. We have two styles of those, uh, one old, one new. Yeah. Um, the Air Force is kind of in transition between the new and the old, and they're trying to um, make sure that the new one is going to work out well for all of our pilots and such. So that's why there's half new and half old Quick Dons on the jet. Does that mean they're going to get rid of the, uh, the the yellow hood, or is that we're going to still use the yellow? No. Hoods? So the the uh, you're thinking of the uh, passenger EPOS. Oh right. The emergency passenger oxygen yeah. system. Uh, nope that uh, that's going to stay on the jet. Those are uh, uh, I guess I wouldn't say cheap because we just ordered some and whew, really? man they are expensive. Um, but uh, yeah, those are still on the jet. Those, um, those things would be fun, I think, for like Halloween. Yeah, I don't know if you can get a spare one. I don't know. I, I, so you guys, you guys work. You guys, you know, pack those or whatever. You guys, those epaws. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they actually come from the manufacturer, pretty well sealed up. Yeah. So there isn't much that we do with those, but we do train um, our air crew on how to use those. What's your day to day like with uh, your your job there at AFE? So I I currently sit in the uh, QA position and um, quality assurance for the shop. So I overlook uh, and inspect a lot of what um, my aircraft lead and my air crew lead is doing. So we have two individuals in the shop that kind of lead that up. So anything that is involved with the aircraft is what that aircraft lead is going to deal with. Anything from all of the equipment that's loaded onto the jet, whether it be ordering supplies for what needs to be inspected and packed, making sure that that jets are good uh through their inspection cycle for the deployments that we go on you know the 126 we have a we have a high high tempo yes we do pace. so That's keeping right. up with the uh inspection dates on all of that uh, aircraft stuff is is uh, very involved with our um air aircraft lead our uh, air crew lead he deals with everything with the air crew so our air crew helmets getting getting all of our new um air crew in and size correctly uh, loaded into our d-pass system which is a online system that we track all of their stuff with um, kim defense section as well oh, okay. so all of the it's we have a new mask that's that came in it's an m69 mask it's just like the m50 mask um, that the ground uh, everybody oh, sure. wears yeah, for yeah. the ground right right uh, with the hose coming out of it so oh, it, wow. it's it's a it's a pretty cool system that they came out with. Um, we just integrated it about a year ago. Now is that going to plug in? Does that hose plug into the plane, or is that yes? Yeah, yes. Oh, okay. Direct uh, oxygen supplied by the aircraft. Oh, that's nice. So when a plane comes in, are you guys are you guys um, involved in like the, when a plane comes back every day or you know a plane comes back you guys got to go up to the plane too and check it out or yes is sir that something you guys do yeah we we usually as a courtesy go out to the jet we meet whoever is coming back from wherever they might have been we um, gather up their um, kim bags helmets alips uh, c cells if they have them we we load and uh combat locator radios oh okay uh usually loaded with secrets so we we take those in-house um we do issue out if the ac at ac discretion um anti-hijacking uh nine millimeter pistols so whenever they do come back um if they do have those they they report back to the shop and we the air crew return those to us and then we inventory and and close the safe up 
So. Wow, that's uh, that's so. Then the nine mil is hidden in a secret location. For uh, they are they are uh, the air crew have uh, holsters that they wear. Oh, uh, really? And yes, it's an anti hijacking aid for any time that they have packs. Hmm. Um, and uh, they can once we assign them to the air crew, it is up to them where they want to keep it. Where oh, I see. Uh, if they want to put it in a safe in the safe on the jet or. Um, have them on their person. So they only carry that nine mil. I don't know why I'm fascinated by this nine mil. So they only carry that nine mil when they think they might get high, where a hijacking could happen, I guess. So not every time that we, that they fly or something, right? No, that not every time do they fly that we, we issue them the uh, anti-hijacking aid or the, uh, the nine mil. Um, it is only in situations in which they were to be picking up packs or have packs with them on their next location or uh, in their trips, and the um, AC mm. wants them for the mission. So, are you guys? You guys are at, uh, the the in the ops group in the ops squadron or the operations group building. So we are attached to ops, but our physical location is actually over in maintenance. Oh, okay. We are located just across the hall from R and R and Hydro mm. um, on the building. Um, in front of the flight line. So you just walked across the, the, the hallway one day and never left. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to get dirty anymore. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Seems pretty interesting because you get to touch a lot of equipment. What's your, uh, what, what do you like about this job? Um, I like the, the survival side of it. I, uh, it, it, it gives you a lot, a lot of opportunities to um, further your education in in just that career field, even uh, I've been to multiple courses with uh, AFE, a program manager's course. Oh yeah, a, you just came back from a course last week. Yes, sir. I uh, it was a life science investigation course, uh, life science equipment investigation course. It deals with uh, aircraft uh, mishaps and how AFE conducts their investigations upon how our equipment operated in a mishap. So uh, it, it relates a lot to fighters and ejection seat aircraft. Mm. Um, there are some sort, uh, scenarios in which uh, the heavies and things like that are uh, involved in that course right. as well. There, there are some more uh, courses as well. So like in 2018, I attended um, SEER training. Oh, and really? So yeah, ground and water. Um, that, that's offered to AFE. It is not a mandatory course. Uh, AFE doesn't have to attend it, but I, uh, me and another coworker were, uh, put up to it and we decided that we would go out to Washington state and, and do all those fun things that Sear has to offer. So you got to go, uh, what, what, so it's, uh, what, what did you do in Washington? The water part and, I mean, obviously, the water part? Yeah, yeah, the water was, was awesome. It, it involved a lot of what we inspect and pack every day. Right. Their um, simulator in their pool is something incredible. It has a, a ball in the middle of it that goes up and down to create waves. They have, oh, wow. they turn off the lights and simulate lightning and they have a fire hose. They spray water on you. Uh, it, it's, it's really cool, man. Is that, is that try when uh, they're spraying water? So they, do they put you in a cabin and like 
shoot you into the water or whatever? Or how do they, they do that? They do have a, a simulated fuselage. Okay. That they, they dunk into the water um, and you, you exit the fuselage and then swim to your 20-man then. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. What, what was that like? It was, it was really cool. Uh, they simulated a, you know, where it was a storm, you know, so the, the lights were off, the lightning was flashing, and, and everyone was screaming, and they were spraying water on you. So, oh, man. So you kind of, you went through their process of uh, what they taught you throughout the course or the death by PowerPoint before it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you kind of, you linked up, you got to the 20 man, and you did the processes in which they taught you. The, the first person in, you know, plugging that equalizer clamp and uh, the next one in helping the next people in so so is that you, you do the water part you do the do you get to go out into the woods and, and get lost or anything like that or? oh yes yeah yeah so there Use is your land nav skills yes sir oh that's <laughs> nice yep we were uh so i can't get into much of the resistance training but the um the uh the land portion of that that seer training is uh six days and five nights out in the Spokane Mountains. Holy cow. It was in February, and it was a negative 15 degrees. Oh, so, uh, I mean, do they, they teach you, are they teaching you outside, while you're outside, or are they teaching you, it's death by PowerPoint, and then you got six, five day, five nights, six days in uh, the Spokane Mountains. Yes, you got it. It was death by PowerPoint, and then they took us out to the field. Holy cow. I would like to add that the the uh, SEER training and the water survival training that we do, that AFE gets to go to, is also an, an air crew thing as well. So all of our air crew have, have attended this course. Um, they have, they know about this course. But it is it, sh it gives light to our AFE members that instruct pilots and other air crew members on how to use our equipment whenever they have attended that course because they can relate back to it. Right. How do yeah? How has that helped you in uh, uh, recently or since you've uh, come back uh, with uh, in AFE? Um, does it, is it, are you able to maybe uh, communicate better with the pilots and things like that? Yes, sir. Uh, in instructing the pilots in their in their classes uh, or even in in inspecting the equipment, you understand why you are packing such items into a survival kit. The way they work, the way you would want to have them in the field because you've had that experience of being in the field. All right. Do you, get, do you guys ever mess with parachutes? Just out of curiosity. Um, we, the 135 used to have parachutes on right. it. Uh, now, since they have removed them, our shop here at Scott, uh, at the 126, do... They, we do not deal with uh, parachutes. Mm -hmm. And now other uh, career fields, even um, the Illinois Air National Guard up in Peoria, right. they, they pack chutes. Hmm. Um, they have 130s. So the AFE packs the chutes? Or? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, BA-22s. So is that something you learned in school then at your tech school? Uh, yes. Uh, and going to other courses like PMC 101, uh, the life science equipment investigation course, uh, being with those other AFE members, you get to talk to them and see how their shops are ran. Uh, there's a lot of different ways an AFE shop can kind of operate, especially whenever there's the wide variety of aircraft that they deal with. Sure. How long, what's your tech school, the AFE tech school like? So I believe since I went, they have revamped the course. It is still located down at Shepard Air Force Base in Texas. 
I believe it's 12 weeks. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I believe it's something somewhere around there. Um, the, the last, uh, about three or four weeks of it, though, they, they really get dive into uh, parachutes, drug shoots, um, and the ejection seat uh, aircraft. Do you get to do the ejection seat, like get in the ejection seat? No, I mean, if you really want to, you can sit <laughs> in it. Uh, but, uh, no, they, they teach each and every one of these um, AFE members how to pack uh, the, the ACES-2 style ejection seat drogues and and parachutes wow you don't ever get a you don't get a parachute you don't get to jump out of a plane huh uh no no man you just get a packet yep just pack it (laughs) i i uh there are i mean in instances where you could uh you could be get your rigger wings and and uh uh, jump with some oh that's you know unit maybe uh, somewhere else, but not not here at the 126. Uh, we're talking with Tech Sergeant Josh Johnson from the 126th uh, Operations Support Squadron. He's at the Air Crew Flight Equipment uh, Shop. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Oh, good Lord. I should probably write down instead of saying AFE. Um, <laughs> he works at the Air Crew Flight Equipment Shop, and... Uh, you, you guys are, uh, you guys are looking for folks. You guys have, uh, you have positions available over there. Yes, sir. Yeah, we, we, I believe have four slots, uh, traditional slots available right now. Don't quote me on that. Recruiting would know exactly how many, how many slots we have. But we had a big turnover here recently, and uh, we're looking to try and fill some of those slots in in uh, the AFE shop. And you guys work on, you guys are on those planes uh, almost every day, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, we we go out. Every every morning to do our post flights on the, our equipment out there. Um, we're involved on the flight line as well as in the shop. So, How long does a post flight uh, check take? Um, it depends on where that aircraft has been and how much of our equipment has been utilized. A lot of our stuff has seals on it, so we can tell if it's been tampered with or not. If the stuff has been tampered with, we have to do um, what inspection criteria uh, requires of us mm-hmm. and then inventory a lot of our stuff so that does take time so it all it all kind of depends on where that mission was where it came back from and uh, what they utilized uh, for the air crew do you have your do you have a favorite piece of equipment that you're like oh yeah i love playing with this thing I like the 20 man it's uh and the escape slide i do like the escape slide so the escape slide uh we have a training slide in the shop oh so, sweet yeah so we we actually pack that we mirror it to be real world equipment okay so we put a live bottle on it the bottle has 3,000 psi of of pressure in it yeah wow so it, it inflates in 10 seconds or less holy cow so um we have ha- I've conducted training before where I'll take the air crew out and I'll even invite some of our maintenance crowd out just to show, put it on an aircraft and, and uh, pull it and inflate it. And uh, we'll have members slide down it. I've got a video of it on oh, my phone. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we, maybe we need to come out. and, and, and Yeah. Uh, so how big is your shop, like the inside of the shop? So, uh, so you can't, can you, inf- can, is you, do you have a big area in your shop? To- so, so we have a, we have a decent sized room. Um, we're we're trying to talk to leadership to get us a bigger space at some point in uh, the 126 future. Okay, yeah. Uh, but as of right now, we do have a decent sized area to inflate our equipment. 
uh, and and slide down the slide. Uh, not not quite. Oh. Not, I just keep picturing that you have the slide all, already set up, and you can walk up the steps and you can slide down it anytime you want. That's just you know. I, I tell you, it kind of looks like a slip and slide whenever it's deflated on the floor. Oh really? And maybe we should just spray some water oh, on there it. There you slip go. And slide down that it. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just for, for whatever reason I picture two stories in your in your office. And the top floor is similar to what we have in the studio where there's just an overhang and, and, the, and the slide is always up there. I don't know. That's uh, just what I uh, imagine. That would be, be a lot of fun. I mean, the uh, things that you could do on that slide, <laughs> it, would be, uh, it would be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, whenever it's on inflated on the aircraft, uh, it is actually kind of steep. When I, I, the first time I actually did that and inflated it on the jet and let it hit the ground yeah i was like man that's pretty steep uh but it i've been down it and it's not a not a hard ride it just scoots you on down and you get <laughs> off of it where is it the where where is it is it stuck some i mean is it kind of fold it's full, obviously folded up is it under i guess i figure uh, it's like underneath the, the the cargo area or the cargo so it's it's actually loaded into the into the fuselage. It's uh, it sits at the after the aircraft or in the back of the aircraft. Oh, okay. At the aft hatch. Uh, so once you open that door at the uh, aft hatch, there. Yeah. Um, you'll lift the box up off the top of the escape slide. You'll flip it out, and then it has a pull here tab or lanyard. Right. You pull that lanyard, and boom! It inflates in ten seconds, and you're ready to go. Sweet. That sounds like a lot of fun. We're talking to Tech Sergeant Josh Johnson from the uh, Air Crew. Uh, what is the F? Air Crew Flight Equipment. Air Crew Flight Equipment section of uh, o, of the Operations Support Squadron. So you've been doing this quite a while then, six, seven years. You, you came over from Hydro to... Yes, almost a little over seven years now. Wow. What... Um, what made you want to join the the 120s, uh, the, at least the Air National Guard? Uh, my senior year of high school, I I could not decide for the life of me what I wanted to do. I had I had no, um, I, I couldn't figure it out. I I talked to my brother in law, and my brother in law was actually a part of the unit, um, and he was like, "Man, you need to join the guard. You know, you can you can gain some benefits from it." Yeah. I know you don't want to go to college, but you know, if you were to uh, work hard and, and show everybody that you're a hard worker, then maybe you could get on full time out here and, and make a career out of it. So that is what I chose to do at that time. That's um, great. Where'd you go to high school? I, I know it's a Saint, very St. Louis question, but <laughs> since you brought it up. Yeah, a small town of Salem, Illinois. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So how far is that from uh, here? It, it, if you head east on 50, for about an hour and a half. Oh, okay. It's about about an hour and a half from here. So you live in the area now since you're working full-time here? Yes, sir. Yeah, I live out by Carlisle, Illinois. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were talking about uh, the benefits, uh, you know, of being in the Guard. What, uh, what, you know, what are the benefits that you've been taking, taking advantage of? I, here recently, I've been taking the, the uh, education benefits. Uh, I've, I've really... Uh, I've used my Illinois Guard grant to actually pay for my tuition to go to school. Oh, that's great. And then um, I've been using my post-9-11 to help me get through it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank goodness for all that. What are you guys, uh, what are you studying? I am studying air, the uh, aviation management. 
through SIUC Carbondale. Okay. It is, it is a uh, weekend program that they offer, and it is a off-campus location at SWIC that they bring these professors to, and they teach um, basically every other weekend. Wow. So you'll have three classes, in-person classes a semester. Okay. And then one class that spans the whole semester that's an online class. Oh, wow. So you're, I think that's what uh, Colonel Jackson's uh, bachelor's is in, is in aviation management. That is what I hear. Yeah, what, what made you want to choose uh, aviation management? What'd you... um, I feel like with that degree, a lot of doors open up for you. Um, a lot of, uh, you can be an airport manager, you can be um, an airline manager, you can be, I mean, so many things with it. Not And... The fact that it was uh, convenient for me as well. Right. I could go every other weekend, and eventually I will complete my uh, bachelor's degree, which will be very, very soon. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, so how long is the program? I, I, I don't know. Is it, is it, a, is it a normal four-year degree with this way, or is it a little bit different? Is the program a, a little bit quicker? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Um, it's, a, it's a 16-month course that they offer. Wow. And it is continuous. So what I mean by continuous is at any point in a semester or beginning of semester, uh, an individual can jump into it. Okay. So if I am on my last semester, we just had a bunch of newbies start the, the, the semester. Oh, okay. So it depends, like you can jump in anywhere in the circle. Um, now it's once you jump into the circle, then you've got you've got to do every other weekend until that sixteen months is up, and then you'll have completed that uh, the program or the core curriculum for that degree. Yeah, you t- you say it's every other weekend. Now, what about drills? So yes, that has been a challenge, right? right. So um, my leadership has been wonderful in in accommodating me to try and make it to. Um, these college classes on a drill weekend uh, and I make it up elsewhere outside of drill weekend uh, and vice versa. I, I, I have attended drill and had class on the outside and the professors, some have been very, very helpful. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a hard balance in, in the drill weekends. Uh, but if your leadership is on board with you and is willing to work with you, it is definitely doable. That's great. Who's it? I think, was it Chief Rizzo? Does she have an aviation degree, uh, aviation management degree also? Yes, sir. I, my understanding of it is we actually ha- share the same professor from when she had back in the day, uh, 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 Dr. Dave Newmeyer. Um, he's been uh, teaching for a very, very long time now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just call, I think you just called Chief Old. I don't know. No, I'd call Dr. Dave Newmeyer old. <laughs> He's been at it for a long time. What made you say, hey, I'll, I think I'll go to college now? I wanted to open up some more doors for me uh, in my career. I love AFE, and if AFE is my career until the day I retire, then I'll be happy. Uh, but it would be nice to not have those what ifs in life of what if I would have tried to get my bachelor's and you know see what else I could be in life right um so the education benefits were there for me and I had the time to do it 
I am getting married in April. So well, after I get, I get married, I don't think I'll have much time to uh, try and go back to school to get my bachelor's or anything like that. So this is kind of like my last, last ditch effort to try and complete a bachelor's degree. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, you never know. You might get the bug and be like, hey, maybe I'll get my master's. Ooh, oh. yes. So that's another one that uh, uh, Keith Mueller, he is the uh, kind of the director for that program. Um, he has pushed and has com uh, he has pushed and got the master's degree program. Uh, it will be every other weekend at SWIC. Uh, for aviation management? For aviation management yeah. through SIUC. And if you take it within a year after graduating with your bachelor's, there is multiple 400 level classes that count towards your master's. So you could take seven classes after you graduate with your, your bachelor's and have your master's. Sounds like you got it mapped out. It's there uh, for you, brother. It's right there <laughs> for you. I don't know. I was looking toward to the end, man. Uh, I, wanted my, I want my weekends back so bad I could spit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is uh, Tech Sergeant Josh Johnson from the 126th uh, Operations Support Squadron. He's with the AFE, the Aircraft Flight Equipment Shop. I appreciate you stopping by today. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you having me. With your look around the Air Force, I'm Staff Sergeant Jasmine Granger. General B. Chance Saltzman is the new Chief of Space Operations for the Space Force. This is the highest ranking military position in the Space Force and Saltzman is the second person to hold it. The change of responsibility was passed to Saltzman from General John J. Raymond. During the ceremony, Saltzman shared what he plans to do in the position. You have my commitment that I will work relentlessly to make the Space Force the combat-ready force that our nation needs. So get ready, because I'm going to need your best as well. As the new CSO, Saltzman becomes a member of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Pregnant aircrew have new information available to help make an informed decision about flying while they're expecting. A three-part document, the Aircrew Voluntary Acceptance of Risk, includes a risk acknowledgement page, an outline of medical risks, and acceptable flight profiles. There's also a set of frequently asked questions and answers to provide additional information. Undersecretary of the Air Force, Gina Ortiz-Jones, says it's about balancing operational readiness, safety, and the agency of aircrew members. The document is on the Air Force Medical Services Reproductive Health webpage. Airmen at eight bases across the Air Force are part of a study to proactively identify and address physical issues before they become bigger problems. The Air Force Research Lab's Movement Matters study established baseline data for airmen by assessing their mobility and identifying those most at risk for injury. It's part of an effort to reduce physical damage that can impact teams and mission accomplishment. Lieutenant Colonel Robert Briggs, the lab's research military director, says musculoskeletal injuries are the primary threat to readiness, leading to limited duty days, medical issues, financial burdens, and non-deployable service members. And that's your look around the Air Force. The National Park Service is now offering a free lifetime military pass for Gold Star families and U.S. military veterans. Uh, a free annual pass is available for current U.S. military members. That includes National Guard and their dependents. The passes provide uh, free access to more than 2,000 federal recreation areas, including national parks, wildlife refuges, and force. The pass at the Arch will get you three bucks off the ride 
to the top. You can find more information about that on our Facebook page. If you are having thoughts of suicide or know someone in crisis, call the Military Crisis Line. It's real simple. 988. That's all you got to do is dial 988 on your phone and press 1. You can find all of our links on Linktree. That's linktr.ee forward slash 126ARW. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, don't forget, you can also download this on your favorite podcast app like Spotify and uh, what's the other one? Stitcher and Apple. If you want to pass along some information, Maybe you got something coming up in your organization. Email roll call 126.arw.pa.mm.org at us.af.mil. Thanks for listening to Roll Call, a 126th Air Refueling Wing podcast focused on people, mission, and community. I'm Master Sergeant Brian Ellison. 100. 50. 30. 20. 10. Yeah.